question how you feel about me. Everybody got something to say about me, about me. They just want to see me rowdy. They just really need something to hate about me. I don't know what they thinking they getting out of me. I was looking for music before it found me. Never noticing me, ain't no moving loudly. All I'm wearing is black and I do it proudly. You say that you done, but you calling me back. You don't really want to get me started on that. Yo, 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 what's good? What's happening? We back. Proud, black, proud, back in uh, episode four of Time is Vibes podcast. It's your boy Chris J. Glad to be back. Episode four? Yeah, this episode four. Mm, I know. So, of course, I got my uh, great uh, future rap god, uh, rap god of a co host with me. Go ahead, introduce yourself. Rap god. What's good, Charles? Chad's vibe. How y'all feeling? Alright, so we got, I feel like we got a pretty decent little stacked episode this week. Um, so if this is your first time just listening in, we appreciate you guys. If it's your first, second, well, I mean second, third, or even fourth time listening in, welcome back. And you know the drill. We start every episode off what we've been listening to this past week. So with that being said, we're going to start off with that. Uh, for me... And this actually, I'm actually going to do a quick little review because one of my homies challenged, uh, because he makes music. He said he wants anybody who got a platform for music and all that to review his album. So, bro, I'm letting you know now, I'm going to end up reviewing your album. So, get ready for some real ass criticism, my nigga. But, uh, mm. yeah, be that way. I think I've seen you shared, you shared that on Facebook or something. Yeah, my homie, uh, yeah, my home professor. I know that nigga since Columbia. Him and his uh, squad. We went in. I'm, you probably heard of we went in. You went to NIU, so some of them niggas were there. That like, does sound familiar. Yeah, we went in crew. So yeah, so them niggas been around. So, uh, but yeah, so shout out to them. Uh, shout out to my man, uh, Fessor. That nigga changes his rap name so many goddamn times. But uh, as of right now, I guess you're yeah. Fessor right now. Uh, shout out to your album Gemini. Make sure you check that out. I'm just gonna go ahead and open up with the review right then and here. So, my man's Fessa dropped. Uh, I don't even know what number album this is, G, because you dropped a decent amount. I don't know whether it's albums or tapes, but I am also gonna shout you out for what you do. You also out here. Uh, you got your own studio. So if you need somebody to, uh, you trying to need a studio to work in, he can engineer your shit, make your shit sound decent. Hit him up for that. So. He, he's decent on that tip because uh, one thing I would just start off say the album sounds very freaking polished and really nice and clear like so because it's a lot of that's amateurs good man I'm, I'm, I'm like it's it's a great feeling when you got your song and it sounds so like studio sounds, quality radio yeah. uh, worthy you know what I'm saying personally yeah. it just makes you it makes you psyched to even hear yourself I mean that's exactly. just a personal thing for me no, nah, because like I remember how how you felt after like some of the stuff you've been recording recently. It's a whole you, you feel entirely different about your your shit, G. So, yeah, but cool. yeah, but my man's been doing. I think how long you been doing this? You did for about three, four years now. I want to say I think off the top of my head, I could be wrong. But hey, but either way, um, but yeah, so he he's doing that thing. I'm pretty sure. I think he does production. If not, uh, you hit up his homie Sin. He does production as well. But uh. 
But yeah, so album Gemini G. So I don't know what number it is. I'm gonna keep it G real off track because you have a lot of goddamn projects that you drop G. But uh, I would say this might be your official album if you want to claim it as that. Twelve, eleven songs. Uh, not that long of a project. Get you could literally if you going on like a decent little car ride, you could pretty much finish it off and probably like uh to and from to the crib easily, depending on like where you're going. But Really solid album. I will sit there and say production is really good. Uh, no struggle bars, G. But like he never really had struggle bars. Like I've been listening to this, this dude for a good minute. Like he never really had struggle bars in his shit. But uh, no struggle yeah. bars. So I respect that. Every line I could tell you put effort into every line, meaning something. There's no struggle, no struggle rap, and I appreciate that because I'm very anti-struggle rap. Uh, now when you do listen, you will automatically think. This man is hollering at you, cause but that's just how he raps. He always has a very aggressive tone in how he raps. That's just how he talks as well. So he's just naturally that's how he sounds. That's just how it is. And I will say that this, he raps over like currency type beats sometimes, but he makes it works for him. G, for somebody who yeah. always just has a naturally aggressive tone. And my wife said this before because she's, she's a fan of, like, we went in and out because she knows some of them niggas. Uh, she said the way he raps scares her. I'm like, oh, what the hell? So, so yeah. But he nat- naturally has an aggressive tone when he raps. and But I like how this is, like, I would say the first project where he makes every beat works for works with it. And that's extremely tough to do for, like, when you do those, like, laid-back currency type beats as i like to call them and then even on like and where to the point where he shines on those just as much as he shines on like the i'm about to go in rap hard beats and stuff so i give him a lot of credit for that uh and my only really negative is that i wish some of these songs could be a little longer but that's my that's my that's my uh critique for almost a lot of people because i some songs that be two minutes, I'm like, this could easily be like three thirty, and all of that. <laughs> you know, like, gee, you know me, bro. I say that to you all the time. Like, gee, this song could be four minutes. Make it four minutes. Hey man, I got better, bro. I got, I got way better, bro. Yeah, you got Come way on, better. Man. I give you that. But uh, I used to hear niggas with the one minute twenty five seconds. Yeah, I'd be like, nigga, if you don't <laughs> add another freaking verse, shit. <laughs> but, but it was a couple of songs where I was like, yo, this ended too soon. And I was just yeah. like, damn. But that's my really main critique. And also, like, G, this is me challenging you. Try to be a little me- me- melodic with your music, G. Not trying to tell you be like Lil Baby and Gunna. But try. I challenge you to be a little melodic, G, because I think it would take you to the next level, G. It would take you to the next level. Dead ass. It would take you to the next level. I don't know how you're going to make it work. But I believe in you, G. You've been doing music long enough where I think you can probably make it work. I saw you try to do it a little bit. But go at it, my nigga. That's all I can tell you. But the songs that stand out to me, all, uh, The Army, the intro track was really good. Times Tables, I had to throw that on repeat when I was in the whip. That went hard. You went crazy on that. Uh, Revenge of the Sith was crazy. The Wild, you... Look... I think you had this shorty uh, see LaCole on a track before, and she took off, bro. Y'all do y'all thing each time. Female rapping on there? Uh, She's a singer. She's a singer. Uh, But 
y'all have a good chemistry. Keep doing it, G. Well, like that song is crazy. Favorite was crazy as well. The AD bar was fire. Like your opening verse was just fire, G. I'm just letting you know outright on there. Architects, I had to literally replay that like three times, G. Because I'm like, yo, that was that's to me. Yo, that was you. That you shined on Architects. Uh, Dark and Light was cool and picky. Like out of the eleven songs, you was probably like six for eleven for the field, where it was just like they stood out. You did your thing. Like I said, no bad tracks. But though, like for six out of eleven that just stood out, I was like, "Yo, you on the playlist, G?" But uh, decent job, my boy, decent job. So make sure you check out Gemini. It's on Apple Music. Uh, I know he has it on Amazon as well. Uh, I don't know if it's on title. That's on you to figure it out on that end. But make sure you check that out. Uh, other music that I have been listening to as well. Uh, Usher dropped a new song. I would say this. The past two weeks, yes, Usher dropped a song last night uh, called "I Cry," and <laughs> when I first it saw like it, song to me. yeah, I, I know it sounded very simpish, and you know, and like, gee, you know, my personal life right now, I, I felt I was in a simp-like tune, so uh, hey. <laughs> so it I listened to it, man. and I was like, this is not what I expected. Like it had, like I feel the simp simp vibes, but I think it was more like a a. This is my woke record because everybody's dropping woke records right now. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I got out of it. Like it's a good song though. I can't cap. It is a really good song. So check it out. Uh Black dropped a new uh EP called Six Piece Hot. I listened to that uh this morning because I like listening to R and B when I'm heading to work. And uh it just gives me a more chill vibe when I listen to rap. I just feel like I'm on edge. For the rest of the day, um, it's just G. I just feel like I'm on edge, G. So like I need R and B. So, but that's decent. So check it out. Um, you told me Lil Wayne drops dropped the EP, and uh, the like the song with Uzi. I I strongly we're gonna probably talk about it when you bring it up. But like G, Uzi washed that man. Uzi washed him. G. <laughs> I don't but, like you saying that man i know you don't like me saying that but i hey, don't G. like that phrasing you can say it a different way uzi took off it's his time uzi did you know uzi saying? did take off like uzi did took took off g um, for, for respect I, for the wayne fans in the building could you please not say that <laughs> hey look g i'm a wayne fan it's just look g I'm, it makes me happy to see uzi sit there and be like look g i have to give you my best uh hey, also, and that was dope that was real dope it was yeah, uh, Mahogany was on here for some reason. We heard Mahogany and Mama Mia is on here. We heard uh, Mama Mia. He does got a track called Russian Roulette with Benny the Butcher. And if you know who Benny the Butcher is, he's with them. Uh, what's the fuck they call that group? Um, that freaking drug dealer name ass group. I can't even think of it right now. But uh, he's with them niggas, and he's a rapidy rap rap ass motherfucker. But they do it over trap beats and like really court like more modern beats. Instead of Tyler Kweli type ass beats, and like they they can get they rap their ass off, but Benny held his own. Like he didn't let he. I thought he was gonna literally wash Wayne if I had the best verse. He like it was about equal. So shout out to Wayne for holding his own. But uh, what else did I listen to? Tiana Taylor has probably one of the best R and B albums of this year. I'm a big fan of hers. Uh, solely off the seven. Uh, that seven project she dropped a few years ago, 
I still hate that Wyoming project with a passion. But uh, the album that she Dang, dropped, it literally called the album, was really freaking good. Um, really good. Like, shout out to Tiana Taylor, did your thing. I still have yet to hear Wale's project. Probably never going to listen to it. Also, if you don't know, uh, mm. Chief Keith put Back from the Dead and Almighty So on uh, for people to listen to. So check those out, too. Uh, and of course, we're going to talk about this later. Uh, I listened to J. Cole and uh, No Name Gypsies diss tracks towards each other, or conversations towards each other. So, the dialogue. That's the the dialogues over instrumentals <laughs> towards each other. So, we'll talk about that dialogues. later. Your musical dialogues. But uh, that's it for me. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm pretty much. Pretty much don't have a lot to say. I've been in, um, still like an album mode, you know. So I really just been listening to myself and like you know my beats and different beats. Um, aside from that, I've been listening to a lot of like random like two thousands rock, you know, like Lincoln Park and uh, like a bunch of other stuff because I'm you know creating my anime and I'm I listen to songs I have for the OST, you know what I mean? And it helps me as I'm writing and stuff like that. Um, other than that, I did listen to the Wayne uh, album Weezy Flow. Uh, I was I heard Mahogany and I was like, "He made this, heard this make this stank face." Because I'm like, e-. "Wait, hold on, this sounds familiar though." <laughs> I'm bobbing my head like, "Hold on, wait, I heard this before." But uh, the song with him and Uzi was dope. I think that goes into one of our topics, yeah, right? About the yeah, um, yeah. So the song with him and Uzi was dope. I like how they both sound the song together. Uh, Uzi really fits with Wayne as who he is like right now. You know what I'm saying? Just like mm-hmm. chilling, just doing the music, just having fun. You know what I'm saying? You know Wayne's sound. I feel like they fit good on the album together. So because Uzi can really spit. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. really picks and chooses when he wants to. Uzi can spit. Um, other than that, I did check out the Tiana Taylor joint. Um, I really liked. What song was it? Uh, Let's Build. That was dope. That's a good song. Um, Wake Up Love was cold. <laughs> Wake Up Love was raw. Um, 69 was raw. You know why. Hey. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a lot of dope songs. It was like 22, 23 songs in the album. 23 songs. Um, it was a decent size album. I can't wait to get to that point in my career. But, uh, for the most part, I liked it. It was a whole vibe. It was dope. It was cold. Uh, other than that, that's pretty much it for me. All right. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So let's go ahead and get into our dialogues for this week. Um, I feel like since we're kind of already on. Oh, wait. Matter of fact, uh, also, Meg the Stallion dropped a new song, uh, Girls in the Hood. I don't know how I forgot. And it goes into our opening topic. Uh, so Meg dropped a new song, "Girls Over Girls in the Hood." She got off on the song, by the way. She, that like she Meg got, got clean. Meg go crazy. Yeah, Meg can rap her ass off. Uh, but good song overall. So you sent me the uh, you sent me the video because I, I don't know how the hell I this didn't pop up on my damn timeline. Where and my Twitter be busting. Yeah, your Twitter was busting this time. <laughs> or, you was paying attention a little bit different than I was, or. The mugs 
or like I follow people who just outright sit there and be like, "Hey, you should know the reason why." But okay, cook. So, but right. uh, so yeah, in the midst of like Meg been hyping up, I think the past two days before the song dropped, uh, her about to drop the track. I thought it was a mixtape, by the way, just by the look of the cover, mm-hmm. but, uh, or album, whatever, just to you know fill the qualifications to get out her contract. But uh, so it led to one of Easy E's daughters to outright uh make a video claiming uh. That she, for one, I didn't know he had daughters. For one, I thought he had a son. Uh, we all know him as Lil Easy. Yeah, daughters. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know, but uh, but yeah. So now I know. So, but both of them did say something. But the one that was really circulating was the one from the uh, was one of them with the red hair, where she was just going on about the fact that uh, she can't uh record. Or like sample her father, and it bother her, bothers her deeply, and stuff like that. And it's bogus that anybody can do it, but her. She, that was pretty much the gist of her rant to me. But uh, yeah, yeah. So um, and I was just pretty like, messed up with the labels and stuff, man. Because like, wasn't that the same thing with um, who else? Somebody had a similar, a similar um, right issue like that where they couldn't. They couldn't handle, you know, the uh, the person's music. It was like a family member, it was like a kid. So who was that? Uh, was it Prince? Was it no. Prince? No, I don't think it was Prince. No. Um, I don't know, but it's it's messed up because it's like, you know, with the whole, with the labels and everything, and even you know with the NWA and like everything that was kind of. That was real toxic and shaky, you feel me? Them contracts was horrible. So, yeah, so it's like, dang, like, your own kids can't even benefit from your legacy. They can't eat off of it. They can't, you know, do what they want to do with it. You mm-hmm. feel me? And she was like, you know, she paid, she cool with the artists, like, paying homage, you know, because that's what we want to do as artists. Exactly. Um, It's the people above, you know what I'm saying, that's steady profiting off of these artists after they deceased. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? It makes you, you really got to know your P's and Q's when it comes to these labels, man. Because really bad. I used to be a, you know, F labels type of dude like a couple years ago. You feel me? But I kind of changed. Like, it's nothing wrong with labels. It's just like, you just got to be smart about it. You know what yep. I'm saying? It really is. Because... Like, but I don't want us to dig into a independent label type discussion, but not everybody can be chance out here uh, when it comes to going independent because that takes a lot of effort. Like, and I could tell how often he drops music; it takes a lot of goddamn effort. Uh, but my overall thoughts is like I understand her pain, like literally, like you you're not profiting off of it, or and you can't really do your own thing with it. But other people can, which is really unfortunate. But like we learned in a uh, straight out of Compton movie, those contracts horrible. Yeah. Ice Cube was the only one. That, like even even Easy E knew even Easy E knew to accept that contract was horrible. But he kept. But he didn't even fully read his damn contract clearly. Once Ice Cube saw the contract, he was like. Yeah, let me get up out of here. Any means necessary. He's like, man, I'm writing these. Like, he was like, man, I'm writing these songs. 
Bro, exactly. I would have been mad too if I was Ice Cube. Exactly. Like you writing like, these songs, bro? And, nah, y'all would have. I'm writing these hits. And y'all, and that, literally, bro. I'm what? Like, I nah, felt that G. scene. I felt that scene to an, on another level, bro. When he walked in there with that bat and you just got the smash and shit. I'm like, yeah, that's definitely me, bro. Because like, that's crazy. It is. Like it, like that, like that scene is powerful in many ways, <laughs> in many ways. But the most important thing is just read these contracts. Like new artists, current, like and like this goes and like it's funny how this goes back to Meg because we like a while ago we were just talking about her contract situation and how pretty much effed up it is, and like she's stuck in it. You know, like the courts found a way or whatever to make it work or whatever her and her manager figured it out even though you still signed the record label contract with a nigga and not not jay prince this goes beyond jay prince jay prince is over it's dude's homie but carl crawford fun fact when he played baseball he led in stolen bases that's all you need that's all i'm gonna say in regards to that he led the league in stolen bases not once but multiple times Damn good at it. So, and literally stealing, flag, huh? yeah. So stealing bases is an art in baseball. So stealing money, mm. hey, bro, he, he he'll figure that out. But point of all is, is just like uh, I understand his daughter's frustration. It's it's like it's I respect it, but at the same time, your father did not read the contract. He let that white Jewish man do him dirty, uh, just like Suge Knight did, and uh. If you know what I mean, you know what I mean. But um, it's just the point of it all is read these contracts because they will literally slip some language in there that you might not even think you're going to catch. Read them thoroughly because it's an example of literally people like Easy es family. That man's been dead for literally multiple, like literally two and a half decades now. And family really ain't even off of right? it like they should. You said what? Easy died in 95, right? Yep, so two and a half decades, yeah. So, uh... Yeah. Exactly. Wait. Eh, math close enough. But, uh... But, yeah, so... His family really not eating off of it like you would expect. Like, literally, people... Like, the boys in the hood is a very often used sample. Uh... And a lot of other Easy songs are often use samples, so it's like his family ain't eating like they should be off off those tracks. And those are very popular tracks to this day, royalties and all, being used in movies. They're not eating like they should. So it goes back to, and it's like the fortunate thing I had to say. You have nobody else to blame, kind of, but your father here. And I hate to be the on, be honest with it. You have nobody else to blame but Easy here, so that's yeah. all I really have to say in regards to it. I mean, it's just, it, it just shows how, like, you know, you can have like a lack of um, knowledge. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like going into the music, it's like it's not really like you know these things and you just outright disregard them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's like you show you you're. Presented with an opportunity that looks nice, it's gonna get you out of the slums. You know what I'm saying? Y'all gonna make bread. Y'all gonna y'all boys. Y'all gonna do what y'all do. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then like it's everything good, and then now you hear like, oh shoot, this dude jipping us, like it ain't right. And so now you kind of get that sense of um that sense of that loss of like security or whatever, because now you're like, now things are shaky. If we walk away, what am I walking away to? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's jipping us, but we still kind of eating. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to, it'd be better off not knowing. You know what I'm saying? Ice Cube wasn't going for that. Ice Cube bounced. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. I'm just kind of like thinking of like, you know, just different people's thought process in terms of what was going on and stuff like that. Yeah. And like, but I know I kind of, if I was in that situation, I think the same. I mean, yeah, like, I mean, obviously, I'd be, I'd be, me, I, I personally, I'd be like, nah, I'm not gonna let nobody like do that. Ooh, but then you would still feel like, dang, like, now you got okay, because you didn't have a backup plan at this point. You didn't expect for this to happen. This is like mm-hmm. your first time getting into the game. You know, you know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. just like, what you gonna do after that? You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, like I definitely agree because at the end of the day, you gotta think about even the time that era. So like it in day like I'm still gonna put blame on like you should have read the contract and like but at the same time we tell a black man in the early like the late mid eighties late eighties early nineties hey I'm about to help you become a very rich man and you just tell them the numbers and you don't tell them the Sign details <laughs> bro we're just getting through the Sign crack era up. we're getting through the <laughs> crack era G <laughs> look where I live. You think I want to say live through this? Let me get out the hood. See, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, yeah, I I totally get it. At the same time, it's just, hey man, Ice Cube was the one saying, hey, what the contract say? <laughs> like the Ice bitch, Cube was crazy. <laughs> like shoot, he, he get yeah. he understood. Like he understood. So like it it really be that way when it comes to that. Um, but yeah, G. So. But also, uh, I also would really like to see hear some music from this Easy E daughter because I'm just curious if she actually decent or not. Because uh, your brother, yeah, uh, when I listened to it, I didn't. I mean, when I watched the video and she was saying how she was trying to do so, I'm like, I didn't even know she did music. Yeah, I'm like, huh? I'm like, speaking of that, did you see the video of Biggie's son rapping? Um, I think it was with the it was a hot nine seven. Um, I forgot. Oh my god! But he was freestyling or whatever. You know oh what I'm saying god. with some white boy or whatever. You oh seen that video? God. No. Oh no. man. Oh, oh man. I mean, I'm not even gonna fully like, you know, put my man's out there like that. But it was like he was freestyling. You can tell he wasn't like, you know, kind of feeling it. You feel me? But then dude was like, man, you can't let this white boy come up on here. You big son, and he over here. Showing you out, man. Come on, now. I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. I ain't no big son of rap. You know what I'm saying? I said, it's old. It's like real old. Yeah, it's old. Okay. It's, no it's like five like, years ago. So, I hope he's still not rapping. <laughs> I hope he's still not rapping. <laughs> Look, man. You, your father's top, to me, is five, top five dead or alive. You're never going to. That's, that's high expectations. You're never going to touch it. It'd be that way sometimes. I feel like uh, he could if he wanted to. He probably could. Like it could be, it could be in him. Who knows? Like that. That's this is the one I think he has with uh Faith. That's the son to have he had with Faith. So look, man, yeah, Biggie, look at that, man. That's 
that that's a crazy combination, bro. That's crazy. Like, he, uh. he, if he doesn't have either the ability to sing or rap, that's kind of wild. <laughs> that that kind of suck. Like, God, dog, I got different like, plans for you, Bucko. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> hey, you might be the producer. Hope, like, look into producing, G. Shoot, look into producing. That's the best I could probably say to uh, little fella. But, yeah, so let's go ahead and move on. So, Joe, Joe, J- I don't know why I almost called this nigga uh, Joe Cole, but uh, Jermaine Cole, a.k.a. J. Cole, versus No Name, formerly known as No Name Gypsy. Uh, so, give a little background on No Name Gypsy. I am aware of who she is. I don't know how many people listen to this podcast is aware of who she is. She is from Chicago. She's from here. Some people's like, oh, dang, she's from here? She's associated with Chance. If that doesn't help, she came up around that era. If that doesn't help, she's on acid rap. There. So, uh, but she can really rap her ass off. She's really good. Um, uh, Kenny, my wife, she put me on to her when I was doing my radio show at Columbia and all of that. And I was I would play her music from time to time. Uh, so, shout out to uh, No Name and all of that. You do decent stuff for the communities and all of that. So, respect. She recently changed her name to No Name. Why? I don't know. But I guess the gypsy community was not cool for a black person calling themselves a No Name Gypsy. I guess. That's just my thing. Black community but, is real, real picky. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> exactly. So, they're probably like, who the hell is this nigger saying that calling herself a gypsy? You got a lot of nerve. So, <laughs> like, that's a battle you're just not going to win. But... And we don't really need to give background information on uh, J. Cole. We know who the hell J. Cole is. Um, so, background on why things happened the way they happened over the past week. So, uh, No Name dropped a tweet where she pretty much stated, uh, and I'm just going to go off verbatim because I don't feel like uh, looking it up, but she said pretty much, um, I'm par- paraphrasing, A, your favorite rappers are not out here uh out here uh saying that they rap about uh the black the black struggle without the bam but they do not but they're not acting on it and using their platforms. You know who you are, pretty much. So Twitter, being Twitter, of course, said, Oh, she's talking about J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar. Now, side now this is a very important information No, Neither one of them two niggas use social media. At all like that. Kendrick, right. I feel, definitely doesn't use social media. I think that dude, literally, like, literally. I think he said in an uh, interview that he don't do social media like that. Yeah. Like, he's, he's, it's in interviews and everything. J. Cole may occasionally pop up every now and then. So. Yeah. So, it's like, a hey, one of those things. But. We also know both of them are very active in their, in the communities, helping with the black plight. And progressing black people as a whole. we It's common knowledge. And I feel like the tweet got twisted in the sense of saying they're not doing anything. I feel like, and this is me, my opinion, that she stated that it would be nice if they use their Twitter platforms, even though they don't use it. Hey, you, hey, don't, uh, just to say something to bring awareness. Even though they were very actively protesting, but. I get where she was coming mm-hmm. coming from because 
even though she's active in the fields, I guess she's big on, as I like to call it, social media activism that we talked about last episode, where yeah. A, use your goddamn platform to bring awareness to what's going on. So, it is what it is. <laughs> We're not going to go back into that subject again. But I guess mm-hmm. she's big on that. Because she proceeded after the past couple of days to bring up Beyonce and Jay-Z. Um, but well, shot herself in the foot. <laughs> that was a big shot in the foot. Anyways, fast forwarding. Uh, J. Cole took offense to it, I guess. Or felt like he needed to let it be known. And he decided to drop a song called Snow in the Bluffs. As, uh, as I believe it's called. And I was like, oh, J. Cole dropped a song just in time. I'm pretty sure it's about what's going on currently. And nope. Nope. <laughs> the song, oh, yes and no. Yes and no, in a way. <laughs> because, and this term was thrown around a lot during the week, that week of this time frame. Excuse me. And it was called Read the Room. The term being Read the Room. It's very clear J. Cole does not be on social media because in the midst of this, it was a very much of a black woman versus black man gender war on on social media. It is very justifiable. Black women just want black men to just do a better job of protecting black women in every way capacity. Plain and simple. It's just some niggas you know how I be. But in the midst of it, J. Cole did not read the room, dropped the song. I will say this. I'm glad he opened up the line. I'm about to hold on. Let me pull up the uh, the lyrics real quick because th- I feel like this is important. It's very important that lyrics are available to us right <laughs> the now. Receipts. So, yep. The lyrics. Snow in the bluff. Um, J. Cole. I'm sorry. Can you hear this YouTube video playing in the back? Well, I mean, I guess no. you can't know if you hear it yet. No, no, you good. I'm, I'm a... Yeah, you good. So you good either way. Hell, it's not popping up on rap jeans. All right, AZ lyrics it is. Anyway, so he starts off the song. And no, I am not about to mimic J. Cole in this song, but if I sound like him because, hey, I understand the nigga flow. Anyway, oh. niggas be thinking I'm deep, intelligent, fooled by my college degree. My IQ is average, and there's a young lady out there. She way smarter than me. I'm glad he opened up the song like that. Because you know what, it I had to listen to the song three more times to understand that oh who he was talking to, because I was yeah. like yo this nigga just dissed himself and his in not his fan base because I'm part of the fan base, the stand base, and that stand base of J Cole's as we know is very fucking toxic and they full of shit when it comes mm-hmm. to how smart this man is. Like I say this all the time, J Cole is a rapidly rap ass nigga. But also at the same time, he is not Nas level of rapidly rap ass nigga. So, like, get it, people. I want you niggas to outright get it here. J. Cole said he is not that smart. Stop making the memes that it takes high intelligence. Please. And I'm going to say this, and like I say this all the freaking time. When J. Cole drops something, y'all say that. I know some of you niggas. Y'all was getting C's. C's and D's. C's get degrees. C's get degrees, bro. Once again, you was getting C's in English. C's get degrees, man. You was getting D's in English. So chill. 
But either way, back to the point of it all is. So then after the line of saying there's a young lady out there, she's way smarter than me, I scrolled through her timeline. So she made this nigga get on Twitter. So, hey, even though, like, the opening line dictates that he's already watching people's tweets because he's like, yo, man, you niggas is wild. But, hey, but uh, I scrolled through her timeline these wild times, and I started to read. She mad at these crackers. She mad at these capitalists, mad at these murder police. She's mad at my niggas. She's mad at our ignorance. She's wearing her heart on her sleeve. She mad at celebrities. Loki, I'll be thinking she's talking about me. That's no name Gypsy. Mm-hmm. At first, now the second listen, I was like, oh, is he talking about black women right now? Because I'm like, yo, you're not reading the room. It took one of my homies. Uh, shout out to my homie Candace. If you uh listening, shout out. You, we did have a little chat to say, oh, he's this a no name. I'm like, oh. Okay, cool. Uh, where then he proceeds to say, "Now I ain't no dummy to think I'm above criticism. So when I see something that's valid, I listen. But shit, it's something about the queen's tone, and this is where you went wrong. That's bothering me. She strike me as a somebody blessed enough to grow up in a conscious environment with parents that know about the struggle for liberation. Blah 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 blah. So pretty much." See, J. Cole is very smart. This is this shows that he's not as stupid as he thinks. The man literally, because he used this as a way like to that? say, you said what? I said, why would you phrase it like that? <laughs> exactly. He phrased it as a compliment. A diss, he literally, because it's like, yo, bro, like, for one, you don't mention a black woman's tone. You, you let the shit ride. Both of us have black, me and Chaz have black women, bro. We know to never, ever mention tone because that tone is only <laughs> going to get worse. <clears throat> that tone is only going to get worse. Straight up. So, I might name the episode is Don't Ever Mention a Queen's Tone. But, uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, we, that might be the name of the episode. Don't Ever Mention a Queen's Tone. So, but that's where you fucked up. Because at that point, I think that's when people start listening, except for some some men out there, uh, and some women, of course. But at that point, you lost, you lost, you wasn't reading the room. You lost, you lost the listeners at that point, and <laughs> and pretty much he was just proceeded to compliment how she was raised, her parents and stuff. So it was like, yo, what the hell's going on? He even mentioned, hey, how about uh, you could have teach me some things and stuff like that like he wants to learn but no j cole that's just not how it works i'm not about to read the rest of these goddamn lyrics by the way because at that point it's kind of like you can summarize it but at that point g you fucked up and you caused the chaos that was already on the timeline to go a whole different level my brother a whole different level and it's really unfortunate because i just sat there and just watched I was like, yeah, look at all this chaos. Look at the timeline burn and all of that. But, hey, J. Cole, you did it to yourself. All in the span of two minutes. You, But he did proceed to kind of like have a – he proceeded to have to go on Twitter and backtrack a little bit. But, hey, it be that way sometimes. But you made no name sit there and rap at this point. And pretty much she, she proceeded – And she can rap her ass off. Like I mentioned earlier. She can rap. 
And to the point where it's like, yo, she won. If of pure rapping in between the two tracks, she won. So, by the way, J. Cole stands. He lost, just so we keep record, J. Cole let Diggy Simmons bar him up. He said Diggy Simmons. Diggy Simmons barred him up, bro. You don't remember? Or you just didn't know? But Diggy Simmons barred no, that I know man what up. Talking about. Oh, okay. So years ago, this is going back because I'm just giving a history on J. Cole's beefs that he lost. And these are the two. And he lost both of them. But years ago, I forgot what song it was. But he said, you remember, uh, you know, Diggy, it, Diggy Simmons' sister, uh, not Angela, but the other one. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they went to school together. But uh, he said he wanted to smash her and whop the band. <clears throat> I forgot what song it was, but it's, it, I, I think it was one of his singles. I don't remember. But he said he wanted to smash uh, Shorty. Diggy Sim- this is when Diggy was rapping. So, like, the man was literally <laughs> like, and, and, like, I was a Diggy Simmons fan because I thought he had next. I was like, yo, he could rap. Gee, this nigga barred up J. Cole, G, and J. Cole literally had to tell him, yo, bro, wasn't like that. I'm sorry, G. You let a little kid, because he was only like 16 at the time, do that to you, G. See, J. Cole is a master of taking a high road. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it takes a certain level of intelligence to take the high road. I'm just playing. But no, J. Cole does do that a lot. He, he does, does do that. He, he did that with like the uh, little pump thing. <clears throat> he did He did you do that as well. Even though I would say that's the one that he won. So he's one and two. Because he was kind of low. He was right about little pump. Actually, that that happened. So what he said happened, but uh, but yeah, no name literally barked this man up. Uh, let me find the lyrics because I don't like how Apple Music sets up lyrics. Um, let's see, no name it's like karaoke. So, exactly, it's like bro. If I want to do karaoke, I'll go to Japan and go to a karaoke bar. That's actually how I found out about uh, Wayne's EP he dropped. It was like, hey, you want to know? When artists you like drop something new, and I was like, sure. And it was like, hey, Wayne dropped the EP today. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so I just listened to it. Hey, thanks for thanks for putting me on Apple Apple Music and put me on to some new music, man. Hey, Crazy. they doing a job. So <clears throat> here's No Name Song Song Thirty Three. Is that is that explanation to why it's called Song Thirty Three? I love the obscure name titles. I'm here for the obscure uh, yeah. titles for the songs. Lord knows. So, but <clears throat> I like it. Verse one. I saw a demon on my shoulder. It looking like patriarchy, like blood, like scrubbing blood off the cell and bleaching another carpet. How my house haunted? Why toy embodied? Don't embody all the life she wanted. A baby, just nineteen. I know a dream, all black. I seen her everything. Immortalized tweet all caps. They say they found her dead. So she's talking about recent situations. Uh not about mm-hmm. to read that chorus. Verse two. But niggas in the back quiet as a church mouse. Basement studio when duty calls to get the verse out. I guess the ego hurt now. It's time to go to work. Wow, look at him go. He really about to write about me when the world is in smoke? When his people in trees, George begging for his mother, saying he couldn't breathe, you thought to write about me? Come 
on, man. I ain't gonna lie. That's, I'm not gonna lie. That's what I thought about when I when he, you know, responded to her. But at the same time, I was like, I don't know. I mean, it's just gonna go right back to the conversation we had last episode. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> even people was saying like, you know, Kendrick dropped something. God, you, man, to pimp a butterflies on. It's on album music right now. Just play it. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. It's just as relevant today. And I was just like, you know, <clears throat> I wasn't tripping off J. Cole not really saying much. You know what I'm saying? Because you see the man, you see him and what he do. You know what I'm saying? It's obvious how J. He even says it in his music. It's obvious how he views, you know, the music and stuff like that. And, you know, when he would drop a song and why he would drop a song. I guess he's just going to feel like, a song is what the world needed right now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but then, you know, she said what she said, and then he dropped the song. So I'm just like, I already know people going to be like, oh, now he want to say something. Yeah, so it's one of those things. She still barked that man up, uh, respect. Uh, but I guess, but this is my thing on it. I understand the dialogue of music that y'all had. Like, I utmost respect it. Very, like, hey, we, we don't get this this often. Uh, it's dialogue through music. Um, but I will say this. Y'all could have had a nice little phone conversation, G. <laughs> Y'all could have yeah. had a nice little phone conversation to, like, kind of get this through. But J. Cole, he, he, he wants to rap, G. And that's his excuse. Like, hey, man, I was just rapping, bro. And... You just rapping made let made a Chicago black queen bar you up, bro. Cause you wrote about little Chicago, old Chicago, we, we we come with that heat, you know. Yeah. Like gee, That's like fine. look bro, we but once again, a queen's tone is a very dangerous thing. But a Chicago queen's tone That's a nuclear you weapon, my nigga. No, you don't want no parts, man. Like, bro, you don't understand. It's a scary thing. A very special man. It takes a very Chicago nigga to be able to, I hate to use the term deal with, but to, you know, work with. Yeah, let's use the term work with a black Chicago queen, G. Gotta be a different breed. That's why, like, hey, we're we're made for each other either way. Uh, But point of the matter at all is this. J. Cole gotta hold that L. But... I still believe they could have had this conversation over uh, over FaceTime to understand, like, hey, I didn't mean it that way, but it's just like, hey, I just wanted you to use your platform and all of that to, like, make more of awareness of certain situations and stuff. Breonna Taylor's murderers are still out here in the streets. They were just out here ordering Chick-fil-A, G. Yeah. So, like, hey. I, like that could have happened, but it probably happened afterwards uh, after she gave that man the bars because, hey, it happens. But very hilarious situation All the, uh, for my, like my, just for me to close out my thoughts. Very hilarious situation. Very hilarious. Yeah. I mean, you ever got roasted by a Chicago female, man? Look, man, it hurts. It's not nothing pretty. It's not. 
Like, it, it will have you leaving yourself feeling like, what did I do wrong? But it builds character. It will make you build, it will build character, G. <coughs> yeah. It builds character. Like, it's only going to make you stronger. It will definitely make you stronger. So, but let's go ahead and move on. Uh, So, once again, it's, it's a, I like the fact that we record every two weeks so that way we could talk about at least some of the stuff that catches our eye over the past two weeks. So, yeah. something that really caught our eye, and this is going to end the episode here, is the fact that rappers <laughs> is like, because of, and this I blame the fact that little Baby literally decided to drop his uh Black Lives Matter song, and it made people sit there and just subtly crown this nigga. And I'm going to say this. And I saved this take for the podcast, G. Lil Baby's dope. Go crazy. He's Go dope. Crazy. He's a really great rapper. But to say that nigga is the GOAT, I can't honor it. And, and this going to hurt some feelings on this podcast. If you're listening to this podcast and you love Lil Baby, I'm going to keep it G real. That album was not it. My turn? Yeah, I wasn't feeling it, G. Dang, for real? Like, it's like, it, like okay. People say it's album of the year. Whoa, it whoa. took me three tries to listen to it all the way through. <laughs> three tries. What happened, bro? Look, bro. I don't know what it was. It just wasn't hitting. Now, if we're talking about a little baby single... Man gets off. We're talking about a little baby feature. Seven times out of ten, he's probably watching that nigga. But bro, I just don't know what it was about that album. I don't, maybe it's just like that dude just rapped the same day near, or just it's his voice. I couldn't tolerate it for fifteen plus songs. I just couldn't do it. But like I said, is it a horrible album? No. I could just sit and say that the safety term, it wasn't for me. But when we have our uh, top albums of the year uh, talk at the end of the year, more than likely, yeah. unless it grew on me, it's probably not going to be in my top five. <laughs> it's probably not. I'm just keeping it. Real. So this is a safe place. This is our podcast. But at the same time, I'm about to just keep it real with you niggas. That album wasn't as hidden as you niggas make it out to be. Uh, and plus it came out around Eternal Take and it did not hit as hard as Eternal Take. But uh, back to the little, but I just wanted to get that take out. Uh, but people was crying a little baby as the goat and it really made me feel a whole type of way because y'all, it's like y'all niggas was un, like just jumping the gun on crowning him, bro. Like he just dropped his first album. He doesn't even have, like, he doesn't even have the mainstream appeal to be in goat talk, and, t- and like, I feel like mainstream appeal in rap helps you get to goat talk because that's why Jay Z, Lil Wayne, Drake, you can st- you can throw Kendrick in there, are in those talks of goats, of rap, because they have a mainstream appeal. It's not just rap, and that's why. But it's like people jump the gun calling the goat over a Black Lives Matter song. What's the song good? Yes. But I think you niggas need to chill. 
song was amazing. It was it's amazing. A really song. good song. I feel like, like there was more. I feel like some people were more so saying, you know how you know how we were like, oh, he'd go for that. Like if you was to bring me food like right now, I would. Like, hey, you the goat. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you did something for the culture. You to go for that. Honestly, calling people the goat nowadays has become very watered down. Not it's watered used down. Too desensitized. damn loosely. The goat. That term has become desensitized. We say it um, as a result of a lot of things. I don't necessarily feel like everybody's main point for saying that was that oh yeah he the goat goat but like he was the goat for doing something for the culture which he did mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but i do know that there are other people who do kind of take it to the next level you know what i'm saying <clears throat> yeah definitely agree but uh and like was was people probably using it as in like that context i don't think everybody was but it just rubbed me the wrong way because I'm like, gee, it's just the term is being used too goddamn loosely. Uh, Lil yeah. Baby's great. He's he's good. He's going to be great. It, like, he has room to literally grow to be better. Uh, Like, at the end of the day, he, he can take his career as far as it can go. Um, but I will say him dropping that Black Lives Matter song definitely was something I didn't expect from him. Like, I did not. Uh, So that's why I think and that probably plays a role in why some people reacted the way that they did. Like, I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, that one song is better than anything on To Pimp a Butterfly or even freaking Damn, honestly. So, no. But for for the time it was needed and for him to be one of the bigger rap artists, currently one of the hottest rap artists currently, that was a smart play on his end and a smart move altogether. And I respect him a lot for just showing that he has that type of versatility in him. Now, am I about to sit there and expect a little baby to make, uh, to literally get a live band together and make a two pimple butterfly for the hood? No. Yeah, <laughs> I it hope was not. Some, it was just something, he saw an opportunity to say something. And he said, exactly. Like that was. That's, That's not really perfect. saying he has to change up his whole style. Yeah. And he can still do him. It's like any artist <clears throat> any artist could do that. Like everything that was going on, it was the perfect time for anybody to say something. Not saying that everybody had to say something, but mm-hmm. it was the perfect time to be like, yo, I'm gonna say this. If you're genuine and be genuine about it, you go out, you say what you gotta say, it's gonna hit because everything was just so sensitive and just so crazy. And it still is. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's not really necessarily saying like baby gotta switch his style up and be like hella conscious now. No, hell no. He just, I wouldn't he want him to. What he did what any of us could have did any any artist could have did. You know what I'm saying? He stepped yeah. up, he saw he saw something need to be said and he did it. Mm. I yeah, respect I definitely that. agree. And I respect I respect it a lot because that just says how because for one, like it's it shows that it's clearly on his mind and he clearly cares. But for you to be able to put it on pen, write it out, wrap it out, like it, I respect that so much. Like it, I respect yeah. the hell out of it so much because it just shows, like that he's just not that he knows like it's possible for him. And like at the end of the day, like I'm not gonna sit there, expect him to freaking drop these type of music like all the all the time. Hell no, but. It's there. Yeah, right. The opportunity's there at the end of the day. But uh 
put that nigga as goat is very disrespectful. Um, but do you have that uh tweet or picture of the comparisons though? Because I'm looking for. I don't know. I remember it was, um, it was the baby and Ludacris. That's it was okay, Uzi that's and Wayne. It was Lil that. Baby and Jay Z. Bullshit. And it was um. I always forget the fourth one. I always forget the fourth one. Let me see if I can find it on Facebook. <clears throat> I probably should go on College Kid to see the meaning. It might be on College post. Kid, but you won't be scrolling for I'll a good minute. I'll probably find it. I'll probably get triggered scrolling down College Kid page. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend that doing that to yourself. Let me see, because it was, what was the, um, dang it, man, I always forget that, oh, found it, um, 50 Cent, Pop Smoke is new 50 Cent, RP, um, Rick, Rick Ross and Gunner, and Travis Scott and Kanye West. Okay, so, I think, send me that as well, so that way I can look at it. Off top. Three, three or four of them I agree with. I can see the baby and Ludacris solely because of just music videos. But the baby is nowhere near the rapper that Ludacris is. And this goes back to like when I was listening to uh, Ludacris a lot uh, a few weeks ago after his uh, versus with Nelly where he dragged that nigga. And... Where literally, I'm like, Ludacris was probably pretty much very, might be underrated as a rapper. We can send Argy's probably underrated as a rapper. The baby is nowhere near what Ludacris is as a rapper. Artists, yeah, maybe close. Music videos, yes. But I don't think he's going to be ever close to Ludacris rapper-wise. Um... Pop Smoke and 50 Cent, they literally just sound alike to the point where 50 Cent thought that was him or his long lost son. <laughs> that is so crazy, man. It is um, scary. Go back to the baby and uh, Ludacris one, bro. I, I I feel like him lyrically, he's there with Ludacris in terms of like subject matter. So, but yeah. a baby can rap. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say that he can't rap. Baby can rap. Um, I would say more like a new age Ludacris. You feel me? Mm. It's just like he's real, he's real gimmicky, he's real comical, he's real outrageous with like the stuff that he says, and like you said with the videos and the um and everything else and stuff like that. I was I would say that's valid. The whole with the ludicrous comparison. Like it's like partially valid, it's just me. But I get it, like it, I get it in that like how you broke it down, but it's just like Ludo is just like in turn, if we had to do like underrated rappers, he'll be in there in that conversation because I don't think people, because of his the gimmicks and stuff, people don't really give Ludacris that appreciation as a lyricist and all of that. Yeah. Why would the baby? It's just like, like my, this is my thing with the baby. He got stale so freaking fast in terms of just like subject matter flow. Especially flow. I think it's just mainly the flow. I'm not saying you can't rap, but it's just like I feel like I've heard this song before. In a way, that's just how it is with the baby. It's just like the nigga got stale. 
but he's working through it, so I give him that. Uh, 50 Cent and Pop Smoke. Like I said, I don't really listen to Pop Smoke like that. I never really did. So I can't, but like in terms of like sounding like 50, yes. Like if 50 was to literally be what, if 50 Cent was to come out today, he probably would sound very similar to Pop Smoke, especially because of the New York drill sound. By the way, we'll be having a dialogue about drill very soon. Just letting you guys know. Uh, But if 50 Cent was to come up, he probably would be sound like Pop Smoke. But in terms of just music, lyricism, and all of that, I, I can't really judge because I don't listen to Pop Smoke. R.I.P. though. But I just never really listen to Mans. I mean, I mean, music changed. So everything, every comparison is going to be like a new age version of yeah. so-and-so. So I would say Pop Smoke <clears throat> is valid to say that he is like a new age. He just seems to show like mannerisms, you know what I'm saying, cadence. You know, definitely voice, cadence. everything. Like it's, cadence it's is scary. crazy, bro. It's wild. It's super scary. Like I feel like I, yeah, I feel like that's why his music was so dope because he was so distinct. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like he just had a distinctive like sound, voice, personality. Like that's why he was so dope. It's it's a shame what what happened. Like for real, it is. It really is because like. I was like, I, I'm like, people were hyping him up, but it's just like one of those, like, I don't think I'm gonna really get into folks like that. But uh, even like some he's of the stuff too. I just heard recently, and he's very funny, like, some of the shit is hilarious. He does have, I would say this, he has Jim Jones ass ab libs where I'm like, gee, that ab lib is a freaking sentence. It's a bar. How's an ab lib <laughs> a bar? But, mm. but hey, man, New York niggas, they different. But, um,. <laughs> But yeah, I'm like I'm not necessarily mad at it because I can hear. It's like it's more like one of those like I can hear it, and then in terms of impact, like when Fifty Cent came out, bro, I remember that era. G Fifty was huge, huge for New York, huge for rap as a whole, and then Pop Smoke was once again huge for New York, and he was starting to become huge worldwide as well. Like the man was doing his thing to the point yeah. where even like I couldn't avoid it, avoid it. It's like, so yeah. Uh, but respect to Pop Smoke, Rick Ross and Gunner. That's just big ass cat, bro. Huge cat. <laughs> yeah, I don't get that one at all. That that makes no sense. <laughs> like absolutely I don't no get that sense one at all. Bro. Now, like if you want to sit there and say they have good ears for production, yes, I will give you that because Gunner does a good job picking his beats. His beats is. Always very, really good. They fit yep, him, and they're real. Like they're just, I like I could probably listen to all his projects, and I can sit there and say I don't hate none of these beats. With a Rick right. Ross project, he's going to. It's like as if like Rick Ross sits there and goes through a whole producer's catalog, and sit there and say, "This is your best shit," and I want I want it on my album. Yep. Like he just, like he just has a good ear for music. Rick Ross and Gunner has the same. So I, if it's that, then yes. But in terms of styles, even how they rap, flow, no, <laughs> nah, <I'll be. laughs> no, <laughs> like no, <nah. laughs> that's crazy. Like no, nah, I didn't I, even I, comment on that one, bro. That was yeah, like, that, that, that's just up with that one, that's just wild. Uh, 
which is also going to go ahead and knock out the Jay Z and Lil Baby one. That is just outrageous too. Yeah, gone. I'm out. I honestly don't even want to speak on that one. I have nothing to say. I know Jay Z was very, 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 very high standard. That's like one of the one of the goats, bro. Like, <laughs> no, like I like Lil Baby as an artist. I'm like, for real, bro. But like, that's just not a good comparison. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, if you listen to this podcast, G, I got this for you. Give you these caps, oh, wait, We know you capping. We know you capping. I got all right. What color you want? Man, I got a fresh ass cut. Nah, put a cap on you, cap. Nah. <laughs> Big cat, my nigga. Like, G. <laughs> but what was you about to say? I was trying to look at on the name, though. Phone from Atlanta, Georgia, bro. He got to be. Trussell Trail, man. Hey. It's Phillips, bro. Man, tweaking, folks. I swear, bro. Look, bro. Big, big, wild, and G. Uh, because it's nothing. To, it's it like, bro. That's disrespectful to Jay Z. <laughs> disrespectful to Jay. Like G. I'm sh- like oh, Jay Z. If I was Jay Z, man, and I've done everything I've done in the game, I'm chilling with my wife. You feel me, my kids, and I see this post. I don't know, man. I'll be kind of disappointed, man. Like, really? Like, this nigga? <laughs> not, even, is... not, not even a diss to little baby at all, but it's just like... <laughs> like him? I don't know, man. That doesn't make him? any sense. To me. <laughs> it's like, yo... <laughs> like, like this This was going to be the... Look, Jay, I'm, I'm sure Jay-Z be on Twitter, G. I'm sure. Uh, But I'm sure he saw that and was like, you know what? Next album, I'm watching this nigga. He's gonna be called Latrell Phillips. <laughs> He's got a little baby on the song, and it's gonna be called Latrell Phillips. I have to reintroduce myself. You know what I'm saying? Like we're gonna hear probably the coldest Jay Z verse since ever, like a long time, and we're and not saying that Jay Z doesn't have has been dropping mid. I'm just saying. We're talking on tier you know, of Jay Z. Like my we're talking, we're we're talking like, like the blueprints and shit like that. G, we're talking the volumes and shit. G, we're talking that era Jay Z. Oh, That's what sure. we're going to see. We're going to see pr- prime rock rock Rockefeller Jay Z raps. G on little baby. G, it's just going to come out. <laughs> you gonna feel a type of way. You know what would have been? Uh, it would have been a better comparison. Uh, baby and, and Thugger, even though Thugger yeah. birthed a lot of people, but I mean, that would have been that would have been a better one to say. Yeah, honestly, that's probably the closest. Like it is the closest, but you could say the same for Gunner would be Thugger. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so Thugger birthed a lot of people. We could talk about that some time. Honestly, yeah. the but the, my, the one on here I agree the most with is Kanye West and Travis Scott. Yeah. Well, that other is, than 50 Cent Pop Smoke, the next one would be Kanye West. Yeah, that will, yeah, I was about to bring that up next. It's just, yeah, and Travis Scott, and the thing is, they actually work together. Like, yeah. Travis Scott birthed, helped Kanye birth the current sound of rap to an extent. And because Travis Scott was, he, Kanye found Travis Scott in the cut, had that man help him with Yeezus, and I remember when Yeezus came out, I was very vocal on, like, yo, this shit is ass. 
outside of Man, a few Jesus songs. Jesus was hot. Uh, once again, Jesus at the hot. time, at the time when Man. it came out, what was it, 2012, 2013? I was like, yo, this shit oh is God. ass. <laughs> it was hot ass. <laughs> but Man, hot ass, bro. But eventually, over time, ye, even though I still believe it's like at the bottom tier of Kanye's albums, just me, it's bottom tier. I'm not saying it's the worst. No, I don't even say it's trash no more. But if Yeezus was to come out today, I will feel entirely different about it because it sounds like today. Kanye and Travis was ahead of their time with that. It yeah. that matter of fact, it started the time. So, yeah. and which when you look at like Kanye and Travis, even though uh, Kanye came out who he was and Travis is who he is, in terms of sound, they both birthed the sound. They both literally risk takers in terms of their music, and even though they're not really they they're they're put in a rap category. They it, they embrace the artist aspect of rap more than anybody else. If you get what I'm saying, yeah. so like that it works, and they actually work together. Shoot, they're freaking family. So basically, <laughs> they're family too. So, <laughs> uh, so the the kids hang out together. They're literally, they're cousins. <laughs> They're family. Basically, that's crazy uh, how things work out like that. Creepy. Uh, but that makes the most sense. Like, I don't know if Travis actually, how much he dabbles in production, but I'm sure he has a heavy influence on his sound. And we could say the same about Kanye, and they're extremely experimental on it. Like, they're willing to take chances. So, that one, I'm not even mad at. That's probably, that's, Shoot, you could tell a casual music listener be like, uh, to sit there and they could probably give you that, honestly. Like that's yeah. that's an easy. That's a gimme right there, honestly. So um you wanna add anything? No, 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 you pretty much hit everything. Alright, so this one we and like in the comments <laughs> I said the only one like the Uzi and Wayne is probably more accurate than you really give it credit for. And I'm still standing by it. That is okay, more accurate than giving thing. credit for. I ain't gonna lie. I kind of rethought this one. Um, I do see the Uzi and Wayne, but it's strictly in terms of like, just like, you know, their style, their persona, you know what I'm saying, the vibe they give off, but not necessarily the music. You know what I'm saying? A little bit of a couple, with, you know in what I'm saying? Of the music, though. But, like, Wayne as a whole, I don't think so. Not at all. The reason why I disagree, in terms of musically, is because Wayne, because this thing, and you mentioned earlier, Uzi can rap his ass off when he wants to. And the reason why Uzi has that ability to say, have that when I want to, thing is because of Wayne because even, even though Wayne always wrapped his ass off we could but you can sit there and say when Wayne decided to embrace more artistically from Carter 3 on he gave Uzi that lane of like gee 
I don't always need to wrap my ass off. I'm about to give you some crazy different flows. I'm about to give you uh, some outrageous lines here and there. And why at the same time I'm about to experiment and feel like the rock star emo type nigga, which Wayne started kind of being in his own little way in his own career by being a unique individual with the Tunchi persona and shit like that. So Uzi took that part of Wayne of like, cause for one Uzi from Philly. I think it's by law. If you're a rapper from Philly, you gotta be able to rap. And I ain't talking about just like, Oh, I can put some words together, but in terms of you need to be able to rap at a high level. <laughs> I think it's mandatory in Philly. So, and people forget that because when you look at Meek Mill and Uzi, two different sides of the coin. <laughs> two different sides yeah. of the coin. So, but but I feel like Uzi musically is very close to Wayne because he's willing to always try out different flows. He he will give you some outrageous lines. He will be able to be experimental in it. It may not always click with everybody, but he was willing to take that chance. And Wayne, like I like that's why the comparison really sticks a lot closer to me than most people will give it credit for because Uzi is probably the closest thing to Wayne that we have right now in terms of just being 100% himself, can rap his ass off. Like, I ain't saying he's on tier with Wayne because Prime Wayne is a different being. We'll have an episode dedicated to this. But but at the same time, I'm glad that Uzi took the little Wayne, like the little Wayne blueprint and still holds on dearly to the, I'm still going to bar your ass up if necessary. He will go on features like Wayne used to and out-rap niggas, G. That's why I tell some people, I think Uzi has the best verse on Lil Baby's album. He would do that. On uh, that Dirk, that song with Dirk, he got no auto. Yeah, he he gave Dirk yeah, he got yeah, Dirk man, the fuck man. up out of here, Elon. If you listen to this, we're sorry, man. Hold on, <laughs> and this is my thing. Okay, so here's the thing, bro. I agree with everything you're saying, and we talked about this like some time ago when you mentioned the stuff with Uzi's label. Now let me go back. I'm not gonna, you know, you know, uh, put it all on Uzi because you know dealing with like a label and stuff like that's like it, it's stressful. You feel me? Like, yep. I haven't been in that position before, so I can't say how, you know, it makes somebody else feel. It could be very stressful creatively, mentally, and everything. You know what I'm saying? Um, But just, like, that consistent, consistent hunger that you hear from Wayne when he uh rap with his dedications and just just bars, just rapping. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't feel that a lot from Uzi. That's why I said not so much in the music. Not saying I didn't see the potential because I saw it, but, like, not so much because for the most part, I really just hear Uzi playing around. You know what I'm saying? And I, it's just, like, a difference from, like, really actually, you know, talking up the song and just 
playing around because you know your fans gonna eat it up. You know what I'm saying? I get where you're coming from. I get that. Uh, cause I, cause the funny thing is, is like, it's weird because you could say maybe twenty, cause whenever you start having them label problems from like late 2018, 2019, whatever that time frame was, it was a huge difference in terms of like, yo, he was really whatever. And yeah. like before, I felt like the hunger was there. And then even like currently, currently, it's like, yo, he still wants it in every way. It, even like to be acknowledged as well, because I don't know how the hell I forgot to put the BT Awards uh, thing. But I could probably look that up before we uh, close the show. But he wasn't nominated for none. I don't think he wasn't nominated for no BT Awards. And he was pissed about that. Eternal Take is one of the best albums of this year. See, there we go. Eternal Take went crazy. Yeah. And yeah. it's funny that we had that conversation about The Hunger before this album came out. Then mm-hmm. the album came out, and the album was nuts. Like, the album exactly. Was like, you felt the hunger every freaking, like, you could tell the hunger was back. He's motivated yeah. and all of that. Because I guess, like, shout out to Jay-Z, shout out to Rock Nation. Got that stuff with DJ Drama and all of that cleared up. He was able to do, and he just felt more free and all that, because Return of Take was really good, then he dropped the, he was the only one to also do a deluxe album correctly this year, as well, uh, with Love versus uh, Rage, or Love versus the World, uh, when that came out, so, uh, but yeah, so like, The Hunger's there, and it's in like, all the guest features that he's done, A1, like, I haven't heard a bad one yet this year, so, and like, just him going on Twitter and reacting to the fact he wasn't nominated for a BET award, is there again. And yeah. so, yeah, I get where you're coming from with the consistency thing. And like like you said, label thing can cause that. Like we've seen it with Wayne with the label situation of, hey, when Birdman was like, hey, play boy, um, I'm not dropping that <laughs> C5. <laughs> he was like, and Wayne was like, the fuck? And like, yes. Yeah, and I could, and like I was one of the most vocal people of saying, well, what Wayne is dropping is kind of ass. <laughs> so and during the course of that, even though there was some stuff that hit, uh, like the free Wheezy tape is really freaking good, uh, mm-hmm. still really good. That was probably one of his best work. I I, I would consider it's better than the version of of Carter Five that we got. I would say that outside of a few songs, but um, but yeah. So, shit happens, honestly. <laughs> like, it, it just be that way. But uh, I feel like, can Uzi be the Wayne of his generation? That's not a bad take. That's not a bad take at all. So, I'm not really mad at that. Uh, Not mad at it. Like, it's one of those, like, if you don't really listen to Uzi like that, you probably not going to get it. But also get where you're coming from as well. So, it's just... One of those is like you kind of have to really have to break it down for some people to really get it as well. So, but anything else you want to add? No, no, you, you pretty much hit everything. All right, cool. Let me hit find these BT Award nominations real quick, uh, and we're in the show from there. Um, so how are they doing BT Awards? Like virtual. You mean virtual? <laughs> yep, virtual, my nigga. Uh, so they said we're gonna do this. Yep. Stop us. 
look, man, we can't sit there and show Tyler Perry shows and Baby Boy all goddamn day. <laughs> so <laughs> they had to do something. Uh, so shout out to Amanda Seals. She is hosting the BET Awards. Uh, there will be feet uh, uh feature performances from Alicia Keys. So shout out to that Zoom call off the piano. Shout out to the Zoom call that Chloe and Haley performance is going to be. The baby's probably going to be somewhere uh doing things in front of a camera. I don't know who the hell D Smoke is. Uh, Jennifer Hudson will be singing somewhere. John Ledger will be playing a piano somewhere. Jonathan uh, McReynolds will be handling the gospel, the mandatory gospel performance. That's going to be fire. Mm. Who the hell is Kane Brown? Lil Wayne is performing <laughs> somewhere. Megan Thee Stallion is uh, also. Uh, did you see that video of Megan Thee Stallion twerking in that ter- uh, church dress? In the church dress? I think I've seen something like that on my Twitter, but I didn't click on it. Man, look, I saw man. a lot of that work. Look, man. Look, man. That's all I can say. Uh, Roddy Rich will be performing somewhere. <laughs> That's all you gotta say, uh, sir. One of the best R and B acts uh, right now that don't get talked about enough will be performing somewhere. Summer Walker and her anxieties will be performing somewhere. Usher will be performing somewhere. Wayne Brady will probably—I shouldn't say this on on there—but he will be doing some uh, things somewhere. Riverside <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we black artists gotta stick together man eat your sandwich Dave <laughs> eat your sandwich <laughs> oh man so anyway here's the nominees uh, best female R&B pop artist Beyonce, Her, Janae Aiko Kalani, Lizzo, Summer Walker Beyonce didn't even drop anything for her to be in this category, but okay. Uh, Man, hey, that's the queen. <laughs> that's crazy, bro. I don't think she dropped anything. Like, you know, do you know how much pool, bro? You know how much, like, I don't know, bro, just like status you got to have to just stay in a conversation like that, bro? Yeah, bro. Beyonce code. Legend. Beyonce code. Uh Best male R and B pop artist. Who, who else? Uh, Beyonce, her, Janae Aiko, Kalani, Lizzo, and Summer Walker. Mm, that's a decent little lineup. That is. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked that they give it to Lizzo. Whoever answered the Zoom call first is probably getting it. So, um, <laughs> let's see. So either Lizzo or Summer Walker, I think is going to get that. Um, but if Beyonce answers the Zoom call. She's getting the award. I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, best male R&B pop artist: Anderson Pac, Chris Brown, Jacquees, Khalid, The Weeknd, Usher. Uh, if The Weeknd answers the Zoom call, kind of odds to you. You said what? Does that line up seem kind of odds to you? It's missing Sir, because he had the best R&B yeah. album between most of them. Chris Brown album was decent. Anderson Pac doesn't get the it isn't big enough to get the respect. I don't listen to Khalid. The You're weekend. You said Anderson Pac is cold. Yeah, Anderson Pac is cold. I love Anderson Pac. I just don't think he gets enough respect yet to win this. But uh, hmm. but I'm gonna say 
like you, they're probably going to give it to if Anderson Pop gets it, I'll be happy. Chris Brown wins it. You know how I feel about Chris Brown. Usher, I think they're gonna give it to Chris Brown. Yeah, they probably gonna give it to Chris Brown. So, uh, best group: Chloe and Haley, City Girls, Earth Gang, Griselda. There we go. That's what that group was called. Jack Boys, Migos. They don't give it to City Girls. I think they might. It might be City Girls. I would. I'm give some underrated fact that Earth Gang might win it too. Maybe. Maybe. Solely, solely off because of the fact that Dreamville album was really freaking popular. So, um, that's why. Best collaboration: Chris Brown, Drake, No Guidance. Uh, that should win. Uh, DJ Khaled, Future, Nipsey, and John Legend higher. That honestly might win as well. Future versus yeah. Future and Drake, Life is Good. That should win. Uh, Her and YG, Slide. I never listened to that song because that's a horrible combination that I don't want to hear ever in my life. Uh, it, was, it was good. It was, it was pretty good, man. <laughs> pretty good. Hey, if you listen to it, because like, I like her and I like YG. It's just that combination. Yeah, just, I, 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 listened, I listened to it. It was, it was pretty good. It kind of caught me off guard, too, but it was, it was pretty good. I'll check it out then. This song was ass, but Megan Thee Stallion, Nicki Minaj, and Ty Dolla Sign, Hot Girl Summer. Um, that song was ass. Uh, Wale and Jeremiah on Chill. They played the hell out, played the hell out that song. That it, This is a strong one, but uh, I'm going to use the It's Drake's to Lose. <laughs> so... <laughs> But uh, I'm, I want Future and Drake to win, though, honestly. But if Chris Brown and Drake win, I'd be just as happy as well. So, um. Yeah, I'm going for Future and Drake as well. Honestly, I feel like it's between Life is Good and No Guidance. It's between those two. And I'm putting On Chill as a, a potential option as well because that song got hella freaking radio play. Like, they played that song to hell. Uh, best yeah. male hip-hop artist. The Baby, Drake, Future, Lil Baby, Roddy Rick, Travis Scott. It's, it's between e- Lil Baby and Roddy Rich. Yeah, it's either Lil Baby or Roddy Rick. I wouldn't be shocked if Travis Scott wins either. Is I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. Uh Best female hip hop artist. Cardi B, Doja Cat, Lizzo, Meg the Stallion, Midnicky Minaj, and Saweetie. Uh they're giving this to Meg. This is makes easy to win. Uh, Hold on, real quick though. Pause it. Pause it. All right, hold on. Yeah. All right, we're back. Uh, but yeah, uh, who you got for best female hip hop artist? Doja Cat, Cardi, Lizzo, Meg, Nicki, or Saweetie? Uh, best female. Yeah. I got Megan. Yeah, I'm going for Megan. They're handing that to her. Uh, video yeah. of the year. Uh, Chris Brown and Drake, no guidance. The baby bop. DJ Khaled, Nipsey, John Legend, higher. Doja Cat, say so. Meg, Nikki, Ty Dolla Sign for Hot Girl Summer. Roddy Rick for the box. Uh, I'm either going with the baby or Roddy Rich here. 
Um, I feel like I still feel like it's between no guidance. Um, and Bob, Bob was crazy, but I feel like it can either go no guidance, Bob, or um, the uh, DJ Khaled one. Yeah, they're going to find a way to give Nipsey a award from the grave. So they're going to find That's a way. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So. Video director of the year, I don't, I don't. That's not my uh, lane, so we're just gonna skip that because I don't. It's just the fact people don't even do music videos like that enough to care. No offense to those people, but yeah. Uh, best new artist, Danny Lay. I don't even know who the hell that is. You know who that is? Shout out to folks though. Uh, I heard one song by. Him. He pretty decent. Oh, all right. Lil Nas X. Pop Smoke, Roddy Rich, Summer Walker, YBN Corday. This is Roddy Rich's to win. <laughs> like, yeah. like that nigga came and made an impact, bro. Uh album of the year. Uh Cause I Love You by Lizzo, Fever by Meg the Stallion, Beyonce <laughs> gets in off a live <laughs> album. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Yo, Beyonce crazy, bro. That's crazy. I'm pretty sure Beyonce just just honored that she in the conversation, bro. Because <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. Yo, BET, shout out for y'all finding ways to get Beyonce in the conversation. G, I respect it. G. Uh, used to know her by her. That album was really good, by the way. Kirk by the baby. Please excuse me for being antisocial, Roddy Rich. Uh, I look. Someone's telling me they're gonna give it to Beyonce G if she picks up the phone. If she picks up the Zoom call, she's probably going to get it. But it's either gonna be Roddy Rich or uh, Lizzo. It's gonna be one of those two. Yeah, I mean, wait, wait. Okay, I agree with you on the Lizzo thing, but read them again. Uh. Fever, Make the Stallion, Homecoming the Live album, Beyonce. <laughs> uh, okay. I used to know her, her, and Kirk the baby. Um, I don't think they're gonna give it to the baby, but um, everybody else, I think it's pretty much anybody's game. It's anybody's game, but is he? I think it's either Roddy Rich or Lizzo. I think it's one of those. Two. I think it's them. But Beyonce yeah. picks up the phone. Y'all done. Y'all yeah. done. <laughs> Any chance to get Beyonce to pop up on TV, she if she picks up the phone, you lose. You lose. Uh best gospel inspirational song. Uh this is why I should call Jason is to ask like yo, who should win? But would say that for a later episode. Uh yeah. so Fred Hammond, all right. That song is fire. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I, it literally came to my head. That, that's heat. Uh, John P. Key, I made it out. Uh, mm-hmm. Kanye West, follow God, which is that. That's fire. That song is fire. Mm-hmm. Kanye might win this, by the way. Kirk Franklin, just for win. me. Uh, P.J. Morton and Mary Mary and Leandra Johnson, all in his pain. The Clark sisters, victory. Uh. I think this is Kanye's to win, but if Kanye does not pick up the phone, I would want Fred Hammond to win. 
Yeah. I would want Fred Hammond to win. Uh, yeah, solid. I don't really care for best actress. I don't really care for best actor because it's depending on who picks up the phone. Uh, Young Stars Award. I don't care about these little niggas. Best movie. Bad Boys for Life. Dolomite. Harriet. Beyonce. <laughs> yo, wait. Yo, wait. Are you Bro, you I'm not me? lying. They put the homecoming of film by Beyonce. Beyonce in is here, winning, bro. Beyonce is winning, bro. She's winning, bro. She's in too many conversations, bro. Beyonce yo. is winning. Dude. Gee, yo, that's scary, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh if my god! If I can god. get to Beyonce's level, man, that'll be a blessing. Oh that'll be a blessing, bro. Bro, oh my god, gee. I think you need to change this. Uh, I think you need to change this t- the title of this to uh, Beyonce. <laughs> like Beyonce the, picks like up the, the gift phone. With, uh, New York. From, um, Play Love. Gee. She's like, Beyonce? Because, like, yo, can't do nothing without Beyonce being that, G. Yeah, That's just how it right. is. You right, That's G. Just how it is, I'm a considerate, G. I'm a, I'm a highly considerate changing it to legit Beyonce runs the world. <laughs> uh yeah, I don't so. care about the sports people awards because that's literally whoever they, it's literally whoever they decide to give it to. Um the BET Her Award. Uh I don't know what the hell this is. Uh oh I guess it's the Uplifting Black Woman Award. Beyonce's nominated so she's probably going to win. Uh <laughs> No. Whether she picks up the phone or not, she's picking up. She's probably going to win. Uh, Viewers Choice Award: Chris Brown, Drake, No Guidance, The Baby Bop, Life Is Good. Uh, Meg, gee, why is the song he getting nominated? Meg The Stallion, Nicki Minaj for Hot Girl Summer, Roddy Rich for The Box, The Weekend for Heartless. Oh man. Um. Viewer's choice, I feel like it's going to hang it. All those is good, man. All those is good. This is the only one where uh people get to vote, so that's what I'm saying. Like you gotta factor in, bro, the fusion of Drake's and Drake has is getting multiple votes from Chris Brown and Drake. I mean Chris Brown and Future. Yeah. Drake is but, another one of them people. Like, yeah. you can't, you can't so do nothing, like, bro. You, you can't go saying, wrong yeah. with those two. And the box was such a huge song, G. Such a huge song. Like that was a that's the mainstream hit of the year. So, yeah. Like it could go anything involving Drake or Roddy Rich. The weekend Heartless wasn't even Weekend's biggest song. Uh, it was. The other song with the uh, about the shining lights, um, um uh, blinding lights. Yeah, See, blinding I'm a lights. big weekend fan. You Me know too. what I'm saying? Love that. I man. just don't feel like people. I just don't feel like people. You know, gravitated to that more. So then they gravitated to like Bob or the Box or Life Is Good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the weekend is just the weekend isn't really focused. I don't keep it. Let's just keep it honest. 
the weekend never really gravitated towards like yes, black people was part of his fan base, but his music never really gravita- gravitated towards mainstream black people. It focused more geared towards everybody. That's just yeah. me. So like like that's why like we even you could talk to like some people, they'd be like, Yeah, I listen to the weekend every now and then, but like we're like we 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 pop, we popped on the weekend like when it was like he was still fresh and all of that. Like we heard him yeah. on with Drake and was like we went back and listened to the catalog. Some people didn't right. do that. They didn't really care. So like like he popped mainly because he just eventually just popped with white people. And he just like focused from there. Like he just still keeps his, you know, black ways and stuff, but he's very more top 40 pop instead of like top 40 leaning towards the urban demographic. You get what I'm saying? Or the black demographic, hip hop and R&B. He's more like pop than anything. So I think that's just more weekend. But, uh, I don't give a, I don't care about the international side of the world. Uh, so I don't even know none of these people. So shout out to them for getting nominated, but I don't know who you are. So, (laughs) uh, Respect of getting nominated, uh, but so yeah, so the BT Awards. I think that when in the hell is the BT Awards? Um, yo, the BT Awards is this weekend, yeah, bro. <laughs> I'm glad we brought it up on the podcast. Shit. Right. <laughs> I, didn't <even> know. <laughs> I didn't know it's June 28th, so uh, Sunday night, y'all get in front of y'all TVs and watch the BT Awards. Um, Oh they God, need they us will. to watch it. <laughs> it's, so make sure y'all check out the BET Awards. Uh, let's go ahead and end the episode on that note. Um, but yeah, uh, we appreciate you guys for listening. Make sure you, uh, whatever platform you are, listen to this podcast on whether it is Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, some source that I don't even know that's probably. Uh, streaming my podcast we appreciate y'all uh but make sure you hit that follow like subscribe all that good stuff uh we'll be on youtube soon but you could definitely already just hit that subscribe button when that first video hit on you tweaking media g on youtube like the page is there for you guys to check out so uh just hit that hit that subscribe button right now g so when that first video hit you 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 there bro you right there uh Make sure you follow me on Twitter at deep underscore uh, Chris underscore J. Once again, that is deep underscore Chris underscore J. Make sure you follow me on Twitter, Instagram, all that. Same thing. Uh, You're not getting my Snapchat because I barely be on that bit like that. Uh, So that's for me. Go ahead and drop your plug, G. Go ahead. uh, Instagram and Twitter. Chaz Vibes. C-H-A-Z-V-I-B-E. You know what I'm saying? I'm just starting to get back on Snapchat, you know what I'm saying? But I just be posting like thirst traps. You feel me? So really ain't nothing special. <laughs> ain't nothing special. But uh, yeah, that's it. Yep. So uh, stay out our stay out our both our DMs. If you are women and you like the way we sound, stay out of our DMs. We are taken. Uh, so uh, actually, slide them out DMs. I'm gonna send you a link to my mixtape. Do that. And I'm just going to send you a link to the, uh, all the podcast as well so you can just hear my lovely voice that way. But, uh, yeah. 
we're taken. So leave us alone. But don't your own risk. You might get a message saying, hey, you have reached the DMs of Chaz Vibe, but he's not available right now. But here, my name is Blank Harris. You can happily talk to me. It happened. Yeah. So be that way. But uh, we appreciate you guys for listening, though. In peace. Peace out.